millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to the We Got the Chocolates podcast. It's the sports podcast for the non-professionals. If you tried really hard to be good at sport, but never quite nailed it, you're in good company. Check out these less than marvellous bits coming up. And um, and the persistent rash is cleared up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so everything's been coming up past us. Yeah, it was great. We'd be in all day and my back's fucked, my knees fucked, my sides are fucked. I'm sick of bowling overs, I'm sick of the umpires not giving LBs, and I'm sick of drop catches. So <laughs> that was a good weekend. And now over to Lee, Sam and Mitch with the marvellous We Got the Chocolates podcast. All right, hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the We Got the Chocolates podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Sam. I'm Mitch. And this is episode 65 that you are listening to. And Skin, how are you? Still feeling unfit over there? Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, haven't improved that much in the last week, to be honest. No, um, it was a proper spray. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to welcome back to Sam. Obviously, back in the studio, freshly painted studio too. By yeah, the way, first time I've seen it. Oh, boys, I forgot to get my drink. My Alchemy Cordials Australia. No. Oh, can, we, can we restart? Oh, <laughs> no, one take, one do only. Uh, yeah, that's right. Well, Ruby's here as well, so maybe we should restart. Excellent. Uh, let's push through, guys. What have we got coming up? It's a big episode. Obviously, there is a social sin bin that has is about to start with us. Uh, we've got a new segment coming for you, which we're reasonably excited about. And mm-hmm. Mitch, you also had an experience on the weekend that we are going to tell people about from your cricket game too. But let's get started with a social sin bin. Some people have landed themselves in the social sin bin. So to get us started, I wanted to talk about an article where Trent Copeland had figures of five for seven at one stage in New South Wales Sheffield Shield game versus Queensland. Yeah. Big effort. He was he was unplayable. People, Wouldn't have got you yeah. out, has obviously. It's worth mentioning. <laughs> no, he probably has got me out before. I'm pretty sure he has. He's he's a very good bowler. I feel like he's yeah. got everyone out. That guy. Yeah. His five wickets were the top five batsmen, weren't they? Like it was Correct. A, and yeah. at one stage, he bowled 66 dot balls in a row. Skin stat segment for wow. you. Yeah. He ended with an economy of like 0. 0.0, 0. 0.94 or something and over. Yeah. So pretty, pretty impressive spell. Pretty expensive. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> but uh, Ron decided to comment on that post and he said, I took six for eight once. All right, well, thanks, Ron. I mean, <laughs> I'm not sure. Any that, standard? Did it give you a standard of no, cricket? I mean, I'm sure it was probably under 12s, div six, but. I yeah, mean, I, took, I, I was going to say, I took five for three once, if, if we're counting under 12s. Yeah, so. well, it seems we're all bragging. I've taken four for one once. 
yeah, so uh, Ryan, I think you've got to go in the sin bin now. Not sure anyone cares that you got six for eight once just because. Did, was there any responses to him? No. Nothing. That was just it. No, just okay. thanks, right. thanks no one much, obviously. Ron. Everyone <laughs> just brushed it. Good stuff, Ron. Um, um, yeah. Poor guy. So that's our first, first person in the bin. Uh, then we've got another an article about how the Wallabies once again lost their Butters Low Cup game to the All Blacks. Now I didn't really watch it, but uh, the score by the scoreline, I assume they probably played pretty badly, and I've heard such things. Um, so mm. I actually watched it for a bit. It'd be surprising. Really? Yeah, but they were getting. Seriously, dick. So yeah. I watched Into the Wild <laughs> instead because okay. I wanted to see what everyone had been talking about. That Mitch looks like the uh, main yeah. character of that movie. Right. Yeah, can you confirm? Right. Yeah, 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 correct. Definitely, definitely okay. correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure the Wallabies deserved to cop a fair bit. Uh, but Chris uh, had an idea on how the Aussies could improve and decided to comment. Learn to tackle, lads. Mm. Well, I'm not sure what they do all day at training. <laughs> um, I think tackling might be one of the skills they do practice every now and then. <laughs> it just reminds me of another one that I saw this afternoon, Hans, which you will appreciate. Uh, so, obviously, your Queensland Bulls teammates lost in pretty heartbreaking circumstances today. Mm. It was nine down. So, yeah, one wicket, one wicket wins in New South Wales. And uh, a, a guy's commented on the Queensland post on Facebook saying, you know, we lost. Sorry, Mitch Swepson was a gun. Took 10 wickets for the match, but we did unfortunately lose. And this guy just wrote, um, he said, maybe have a word to your bowling coach about teaching the bowlers to bowl Yorkers instead of long pops. <laughs> yeah, you hear that one in T20s a lot. Why don't they practice bowling Yorkers? Learn to bowl yeah. a Yorker. Well, <laughs> it's everyone's solution. It's like, how do we get this guy out? Yorker. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think, I think he has to go to the bin there as well, Chris, unfortunately. He's done, yep. And the final comments comments were on a post about how Joe Burns was under pressure to keep his spot in the Australian Test cricket team after a couple of low-scoring innings there in Adelaide. And yeah, the, they don't take long to write people off to yeah. no. social media. Jeez. No, no. And, um, I don't think it was the easiest wicket that Queensland were playing on by the scores there. The other couple of games, there was a lot of runs scored, but mm. the challenging one there. And uh, Dion said, shocking cricketer, hardly surprising. Uh, yeah, it does average 40 in first-class and Test cricket, so... Mm. That's uh, shocking. Pretty tough on him. Really uh, and Kara also commented that she would open with the two Victorian openers. Even oh, and, yeah. you know, I mean, one good innings, get them in. Yeah, well, even though they're, they're bloody good players and have now the record for the highest partnership in yeah. in uh, Shield cricket, it would be especially harsh dropping Dave Warner for one of those two for you the other opening so. spot. So, yeah. Yeah. How, yeah. Many, how many test hundreds for Dave Warner? Pretty <laughs> stiff to get dropped on the back of one record opening partnership at yeah. Glider Roll Stadium, which is the greatest place to bat in the world. Just quite a bit better there. Yeah, oh, made forty. <laughs> <laughs> Must be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Uh, the other one that I wanted to alert your attention to was for the AFL Grand Final as well. You know how they did the MCG sort of oh, yeah. take the grass, like that one piece of grass that went up to the Gabba for the AFL Grand Final. Yep. I just got screenshotted and sent the funniest just transaction of information ever. So it goes on an article that's talking about how it's up there, the MCG turf. Someone's just commented, absolutely ridiculous, to watch someone else named Graham wrote back, why? I like the symbolism of it all. To which the guy that originally stated absolutely ridiculous just wrote back, fair enough, mate. <laughs> it was a convincing argument, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Really steadfast well. in his views. <laughs> okay. Now, guys, regular listeners of the show will definitely know that for the last probably, well, it's dragged on for quite a few months now. We've still only handed out four cards at this point, or is it five cards? Uh, but FOTS, 
status or mm. friend of the show membership cards have been something of a process. It's an application form in theory that Mitch hasn't put on the website yet. Correct. But it's been something that we've still managed to find ways to sort of dish out to a few people, which has been great. Obviously, Aaron Dixon won one and got a beanie with it. Uh, perfect for summer. And another person that we gave one to, it was number one, actually, the first friend of the show ever designated, uh, he notified us today to say that he was quite excited that his card had actually arrived in the mail, and that is Aaron Parsons. Gentlemen, how are we? <laughs> Very well. Hey, Aaron. Mate. Good, mate. How are you? Uh, Lee, Sam, Mitch, I've already spoken to you today, haven't I? You have. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Aaron. It's always a pleasure, mate. I couldn't believe I got to chat to you twice in a day. You were working today. Uh, yes. Well, that's a funny story, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was at work, um, you, know, you know, busily, I don't know, going about my business and um, yeah, got a, a call from, from Mr. Aaron Parsons and, and picked up and told him I was at work and he sprayed me that I shouldn't be answering the phone at work. I obviously thought it was really important. Um, when he was calling <laughs> <yeah>. you. <laughs> you were misinformed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes. uh, now, Aaron, I believe you have actually finally got your FOTS membership card. It's there. Finally. I was checking the mail daily and it just never came. I don't know what the problem was, but uh, finally arrived um, today it was. Picked Australia, it up. There's been some drama with Australia Post. Yeah, they were buying think- wristwatches for employees. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why. I don't know. COVID yeah, we got, a, we got an incorrect iconic order the other day. Got two pairs of Ray-Bans, which don't suit me, and they're on eBay at the moment. They're on oh. eBay. Jeez, okay. Well, yeah. oh, we might have a look at that later on then. So I've got something else for you to look at on eBay as well later, but we'll talk about that later. Okay. And uh, how's your life changed since uh, FOTS membership card had arrived? Is it, uh, is it looking in good condition? Is it still nice? Have you found an um, increased social status? Look, usually when you've got a, a A4 document, you folded it into thirds and fit it into like a normal-sized envelope. You had like the full-sized A4 envelope. Mm. So it was actually like folded up and crammed into my letterbox. So it's not in the best condition. The card um, remained okay. However, the uh, the letter wasn't in the best condition. Okay. I do have it in front of me though. I'm just looking at, first of all, PDM, property finance as well. How did you guys secure a... Um, a sponsor for this one? Uh, well, there's no such thing as a free lunch these days, is there, Skinner? So everything, yeah, everything's got a cost, including printing FOTS cards. And we were lucky enough that there was some advertising space available there in the bottom left corner right next to the card. And uh, PDM Property Finance was happy enough to come aboard and, and sponsor that particular segment. I mean, if anyone out there, uh, Aaron, if you're looking for a home loan, I'm sure PDM could help you find the best home loan for you if you want to develop some properties, uh, if you're developing a high-rise or maybe some townhouses or units, he will make sure your finance is under control and then you can do that. So check it out, mate. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh, you've been you've been like uh, the government listening to my phone. I've been on the uh, high rise development track. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I see you as that sort of person, mate. Definitely. So, so P- PDM have secured a small corner there. Not a great deal of space there with all your waffling on. Um, <laughs> but I do, I, I did actually notice, other than your immediate increase in social status that you will experience, not much in your life will change. Mm-hmm. I actually have something to disagree with about that. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Yes. I've got a, uh, had an instant win fries on McDonald's Monopoly. Uh, <laughs> that was one thing. I had, and they're doing a 30-day thing at the moment, McDonald's, a dollar McFlurry today. Jeez. Um, recently as well, I was offered a starring role in an advertisement, um, Revel Brewing Company, for those of you playing at home, with Matthew Fay offered me that. We should also I've, clarify that none of these are actually sponsors. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Yeah, we got McDonald's on board. <laughs> McDonald's is not on board, nor is Revel Brewery. <laughs> and, um, and a persistent rash is cleared up. <clears throat> <laughs> so everything's been coming up past those. So that's just one of the great things that's happening with this card. Um, I haven't noticed the lift in social status yet, but I'm hoping that that'll come shortly. Excellent. Yeah, uh-huh. it will. You're yeah, selling sure. it well. Yeah, Jeez, thank I you. think you definitely yeah. are. That's for sure. Well, I need, I need to sell it well, guys, because um, notwithstanding everything I've mentioned about it, I am actually going to perform the ultimate betrayal on you guys at the moment. Um, Not not quite as brutal as what Scar did to Mufasa in The Lion King, but certainly in the same ballpark. Um, I'm actually going to use I'm actually going to use your own platform to advertise myself, since you guys are into all the advertising. Okay. What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Check your messages, guys. I've just sent you a link. Okay. All right. Tell me what you see. Open the link up. It's safe. Uh, okay, we've got the FOTS card next to a banana. It's a FOTS card on eBay is the first one I'm looking at. Why, why is your friend of the show card on eBay? Exactly, exactly. My friend of the show card and keep keep selling it, guys. What did you say? Or the first one ever existed? Why is it next one. to a banana? It is what next is it? to a banana. The, well, the banana's for scale. Oh. Okay, right. Okay, well, yeah, but it's not as big as the banana. No. It's not a ladyfinger banana, it's Cavendish. No, I've also got the official documentation there as well, addressed to Aaron Parsons. I have um, got rid of the uh, the address just for oh, yeah. privacy reasons. Good idea. It does um, look particularly scrunched up. It is scrunched yeah. up. <laughs> See that? That's and it. I've, um, I've got the front and back of the card as well, and I've also, just to kind of get, get a bit more interest, I've put a, a glitter Elsa, a rare glitter Elsa from Woolworths. Well, she's put that on as well. So right. hoping Before to get a bit of traction and hoping to get even more traction when your uh, tens of tens of listeners listen to it. You've also not signed it. Um, no. Well, I wanted to remain unsigned. If you read down the description of what I've got on the eBay listing, yeah. um, it would suit somebody already named Aaron or someone willing to change their name to Aaron. <laughs> um, but then I thought that they could put their own signature on it. Okay. Yeah. Hold on, mate. In, in this eBay, the, the pictures... Have you seen what's in the background Like when you're showing the picture? Oh, yeah. yeah what the hell? There's, there's, there's no signature. No, not that one. The other pictures when you got the front and the back of the card. What are you, what are you doing in the background oh. there? <laughs> oh, no. well, it's, it's moisturizer with an yeah. open laptop yeah. and some tissues. <laughs> <laughs> we all need to unwind from time to time. <laughs> 
It probably doesn't need to be in the backdrop. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's an issue unless PDN's got a problem with it. We're going to almost go with their brand. Uh, an alchemy smoothie would be right in the background. I'm not sure about this, but, you know. <laughs> Holy Moses. Well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll edit that bit. But anyway, it's up there. Starting bid $50. Okay. Um, or you can buy it now for $300. So that's the Glitter Elsa Ushi. And a, uh, the Friend of the Show card, limited edition, first ever distributed. Okay. okay. Well, mate, this is a, this is a little bit of a blindside here because we'd spent some serious time uh, tonight actually talking about um, we've had some requests to get you back on the podcast quite a few times. It's been weird. Even while I've been batting, um, and I do mean batting in terms of cricket, uh, it's, it's, it's come up a few times that we would like more Aaron Parsons on the podcast. So we'd actually come up with an idea to sort of get you on more regularly in a... I guess a segment and we might have to have some discussions now that you've sold your friend of the show card on yeah. eBay, but no. let's push on. Let's push on. Mitch, can you, can you tell us a bit about the background of it? Uh, yeah, I can give some context. I, obviously I've been with, with my partner Eloise for quite a while now. And, and a few years ago I decided to make the big move of bringing her to a Redlands Tigers uh, trophy presentation night at the end of the season. Um, where. PSO, PSO also attended, uh, Aaron Parsons, of course, also attended and, and ran a mark. Um, and designated, just, designated driver that night. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that surprises me. Fun, um, and yeah, so, so the night was sort of dwindling to an end. I was probably thinking about heading off with Eloise and um, and Aaron comes over to grab grab me and, and decides that, you know, we've got a, got a couple of hours of good good fun left in us and comes up with this brilliant game of, of, of perfect couples, I think it was called. Um, and so he pretty much just sat there and... and like just hounded us with questions about, you know, I don't know what asking me like what what's Eloise's favorite color or favorite food or anything like that, and we had to sort of guess each other's answer separately, um, and then reveal our answers on it like on, on our phone, obviously, and um, and sort of decide if we were if we were a good match. And uh, yeah, I've actually ended up playing the game a couple of times at every every time that I've been to an event with Aaron and Eloise in the same room <laughs> and, and we, we I think we've gone pretty well really our, our his, history's been past was flying colours yeah okay. almost well yeah. is that so that's pretty much I think I believe you were calling it in fact uh, perfect partners with Picasso Picasso yeah yep. right yep not Picasso but Picasso and no, uh, I think this is the jingle we we're going to run with but it's now or never, let's find out if our love's perfect. Very, very good. I would have liked a bit of a name drop in there since it's my segment, but oh. um, apart from that, pretty good. What was the first line? I missed the first line. Uh, I was fast to fall. Fast to fall. Yeah, fast to fall, like in love. Ah, yeah. uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, a bit of context for the listeners. Yep, correct. Yeah, no, I like that. And I like, you know, people would have been expecting like a maybe a, you know, an upbeat kind of like, you know, lovey dovey jingle. Um, but I like that one. It reflects the serious nature of the segment. Okay, good. Yeah, perfect. So we, I mean, this isn't, this is not Burjo's catchphrase. You know, where we just have a, <laughs> have a laugh, go home with an air fryer. No, 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 no. No, this is, this is real. This is your relationship under a microscope in yeah. front of all your viewers, I love listeners. It. Okay, so in terms of just so uh, people know, we, we want to get listeners involved in this in future, don't we, Paso? Well, we do, yeah. I mean, obviously, we could do it with uh, with you blokes and maybe um, Eloise and Mitch for round three and really see yeah. if they've got the goods because, you know, they did pass the initial questioning, but 
yeah, there are big decisions to be coming to be to come up um, in terms of their life decisions at the moment. So um, maybe we could really get down to it with them. But you know, a, a superficial glance for most couples is enough, um, and there'll be you know just a few questions to start with. So basically, we're going to need to uh, obviously get some information out on social media and get some applications coming in in terms of just if people want to run the microscope over their relationship in a public forum, pass it yeah, and just yeah, make sure that yeah. they're compatible. Really, isn't it? Well, yeah, this is, well, this is backed by science, really. You know, scholars maintain that um, a shared recollection of significant shared experiences and an intimate knowledge of one's partner, they're KPIs for a healthy, happy and lasting relationship. Okay. <laughs> this is something that I very much, very much look forward to. Now, is there anything that you need to add, uh, Paso, or should I take us out with the jingle one more time? Um, I do want to hear the jingle again, but just like so, just for kind of context, we are we're going to sit the couples down. You're going to provide them with some sort of stationery, or we did it in our on our iPhones, maybe a whiteboard, piece of scrap paper, Alchemy Australia beverage carton, something like that, whatever the budget allows. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to ask the couple the same questions about their relationship, and if they're both tuned into the same frequency, then um, I'll give them the green light to push on. Otherwise, maybe some tough conversations need to be had. All right. Have you got have you got the questions there? Do we want a, a demo or something? Maybe test well, Lee and Haz's like, relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do Lee and Haz if you like. We've yeah. got a few questions. We haven't here. got Haz's partner here, but Lee will do. No, we haven't got my partner. No, no, you guys are fine. Well, I'll, just... <laughs> I'll, um, I'll just uh, select an appropriate question then. Uh, okay. Where was the first time you made love? No, probably not. <laughs> um, who 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 made the first move? No, no, no. Okay, 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 guys, I got one. Okay. Your celebrity hall pass. So what I need you guys to do is on a separate bit of paper, maybe type it into your phone or something like that. I want you to write down who the other person's celebrity hall pass is. So, And I also want you to kind of, you'll have to tell us what yours actually was, what the right answer was after as well. We've got to fine tune a few bugs, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is yeah, good. yeah. This is good. So maybe just write down what the other person's is and then they can say if you were right or not. Okay. I'm ready. Uh, yeah, ready? Okay. Reveal Sam. Lee. Who, who is Sam's Celebrity Hall Pass? Sam's Celebrity Hall Pass is Kieran Knightley. Kieran Knightley. Okay. Sam, is that correct? No, it's not. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you probably could have picked any uh, maybe women's professional surfer and, and got the got yeah. the green light uh, there. But geez, has. How many hall passes do you have? <laughs> <laughs> There's quite a few surfers out there. <laughs> Don't you have tiers of hall passes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, actually, that's a good point. And, Lee, and has? Lee, I've got you down as uh, Jennifer Aniston. It's not bad. I had Margot Robbie as oh, my okay. one that was written down. Yeah. Well, lucky okay. you two aren't together then. We're not compatible. Yeah. But. <laughs> no, I think, yeah, once we've once we've uh, fine tuned this a little bit more, we're going to have like a really like a bop bop or like a you know some kind of noise like that, yeah, and then at the it. end we'll uh, we'll throw back to me for a verdict and saying you know yeah push on or you know probably time on your relationship time to be called guys. <laughs> it's brilliant, mate. It's right. absolutely like brilliant. It. I do have to wrap you up there because we obviously don't even have a uh, a couple to work with at the moment, but I very yeah. much very much look forward to the first one that we do have. Uh, so we thank you very much for your time, Aaron. Oh, can I just say, do a quick shout out? Absolutely, mate. Oh, just as I Snell, who's an avid listener to the show, I just wanted to say good day to him. Oh yeah, that's okay. fair. Thanks, man. Appreciate yeah, it. big fan, big fan of his work. Jeez, you've used our platform for a bit of your stuff today. That's for sure. <laughs> I have, mate. You got to, you know, take the opportunity when you can. Oh, hold on. I just got a, I just got a text message from Haz. Ask us about what we're drinking right now. Uh, he's looking for he's looking for another plug. <laughs> See you, bud. See you guys. See you, mate. See you. Take it easy. Sounds fast to fall.
But it's now or never Let's find out if our love's perfect Now, boys, there's an exciting thing coming up in the world Well, mainly in Australia, I think, this week It's not something that Skin finds very exciting uh, I remember exactly 12 months ago We put out an episode that was pretty much about why Skin hates the Melbourne Cup, in fact yep. um, But... Uh, we do have to cover it. I mean, we're a sporting podcast. We're in the sporting category. So we have to acknowledge its existence. And to do that, rather than us talk about it, we have got Andrew Goaty on the phone. Goaty, you there? I am here. How are we? Welcome back, mate, to your 764th episode um, <laughs> yes. of the Week at the Chocolates podcast. How was the week? Uh, it was a weekend, obviously cricket, I would have thought. Yeah, it was great. We'd feel all day and my back's fucked. My knee's fucked. My sides are fucked. Stick <laughs> of bowling overs. I'm sick of the umpires not giving LBs, and I'm sick of drop catches. So, that was a good weekend. <laughs> okay. I'm glad I asked. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, let's go on to something that usually does make you a lot happier, Gingis. We're recording this. Just for full disclosure, we are recording this on a Monday evening. The Melbourne Cup is on a Tuesday, I believe, yes. i.e. tomorrow. And this podcast is released on a Thursday. So, Genghis, that puts you in quite an ordinary position in that really you just have to be so confident about your gambling that you tell people in retrospect exactly who won tomorrow. Well, when, when am I not? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> That's a very uh, good point. Look, I know, like I said, I, I know it's not Skins Fave Day and I completely get those reasons, but for me, this is Christmas and birthday all rolled into one. <laughs> uh, so the little fella's at daycare for the first day tomorrow. So my plan of attack is to finish work at nine o'clock in the morning uh, and I'll be sitting on the couch with laptop, iPad, TV, dare ice coffee and maybe even an alchemy beetroot cordial. Oh, uh, yeah. good, pe- good people, great product. You, were, yeah, you have always said that except for that yeah. time you sprayed them off. So. <laughs> that, was, that was, someone hacked my account. <laughs> By someone I mean, Kathleen. <laughs> Got his wife hacked his account to spray our spot. This makes sense. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that happened. All right. Um, so how did you go last year firstly, Ging, so that people know? Oh, uh, so it's a long story. How much time do we have? I know Adam Pearson took up a fair bit of time. Yeah, correct. He did. Yes, that's true. Uh, but I'm going to make it a long Aaron story Pops. anyway. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to make it a long story anyway. So I had um, – no, I'll make it as short as I can. I had a long-range multi of uh, Caulfield Cup winner into the Cox Plate winner into a, hopefully a Melbourne Cup winner. I backed the two Japanese horses in the Caulfield Cup uh, and the Cox Plate both saluted. So I ended up having – it ended up being $3 was set to collect me just over three and a half grand. Um, now, we were playing a second 11 game down at Hobart at the time, and the umpires, being fun characters that they were down there, didn't let us watch the race and called tea early. That was good of them. <laughs> Thanks, guys. So I was on the field fielding. It was minus two degrees. And long story short, my 22 to one Ruffy got beaten uh, by the size of your pack elite. And unfortunately, <laughs> I, I missed out on... I missed out on my three and a half grand, unfortunately. Couple, so, of, couple of lengths, obviously. <laughs> yeah, so it's still running now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So you're highly qualified, but so who's won this year? Who won the 2020 Melbourne Cup? Uh, 2020 Melbourne Cup was clearly won by a horse called Russian Camelot, standout three-year-old from Danny O'Brien, third in a Cox Place, and it swamped home from a wide barrier settled 
just off midfield, two to three deep with a bit of cover, flashed home down the outside to beat Anthony Van Dyke, Tiger Moth and Master of Reality with very elegant and eye-catcher in fifth. Very Happy good. with that? That's a great rap. It's yeah, a great rap. That was a lot yeah. of terminology I didn't quite understand. <laughs> oh, look, like I said, this is bread and butter. This is my favourite sport. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Anyway. Now, if, um, for the people that are listening in their cars right now, Andrew, are you happy for them to get on social media on our account and spray you? If yeah, I mean, it's not, it's, it's not the first time it's happened. Well, so not, not <laughs> maybe just support you. Maybe thank you for, for letting them know and giving them just great coverage of what was a wonderful race. Well, that would be the first time that happened, so that would be great. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. Now, Ging, we actually, obviously, as we've already mentioned, we don't really get around the Melbourne Cup that bunch due to sort of skins, uh-huh. uh, skins veganism. But uh, uh-huh. one, one thing has appreciates a great deal in his life is board games. Love it. Um, yeah. And so I have, uh, yeah, I that's, have. That's, gone... that's really surprising. Actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I have, uh, I have actually made us a horse racing board game today uh, beautiful yeah obviously a tough day at work again <laughs> yep no supply teacher days are really taking it out of you <laughs> that's right honestly i have to do everything around here um anyway so basically the the method of the game is that we have two dice or die dice mm-hmm. uh, two dice. Yeah, dice okay uh that are going to be rolled there's 12 spaces there's a start line and a finish line and the we got the chocolates uh derby here and uh, mm-hmm. and we all have a horse. There's obviously three lanes. We've all been assigned a horse, Gingus, and we're just going to – can you read the names, uh, who has which horse? And uh, the couple of questions I want you to try and tell us, King, I know that you claim to know a lot about Melbourne Cup, not just this year, not last year, but in fact every year since you were born, I believe. So yep. I, I, yep. I want you to tell us where these horses are from and which, which year. This is a random Melbourne Cup sweep uh, that we've chosen these from. <laughs> Let's see if you know what year it is. All okay. right, so I have the number two, Almandon, and Lee has the number five, Marmello, and Skin has number seven, Johannes Vermeer. Well, I'm going to play devil's advocate here a little bit, Lee. Okay. Uh, so uh, Marmello never won a Melbourne Cup. No. Uh, uh, Marmello never. Almandon won the 2016 Melbourne Cup, beating a horse called Heartbreak City, which ironically I backed. And unfortunately, uh, got pipped the nose at about 40 to 1. Oh, That's sure. a real shame. Yep. Uh, yeah. Shocked to absolutely no one. And what was the other course you said? Uh, Johannes Vermeer. Johannes Vermeer. Johannes Vermeer ran second to a horse called Rekindling in the 2017 Melbourne Cup. So Al Mandan, I'm assuming, is going to win this one from 2016. Oh, you're saying Al Mandan will win this one from 2016? Al, Al, Al Mandan uh, trains owned by Lloyd Williams, Casino Mogul, trained by Robert Hickmont, yes. ridden by Karen McAvoy. See <laughs> <laughs> Lockett in Eddie. <laughs> uh, we have also got rekindling here. It's in the stables, though. We haven't given it a, we haven't given it well, a shot. It's still here in the stable. Is it too late for me to swap my horse? Because I've got a stinker, don't yeah, I? Like <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who did you get? Uh, Marmello. I've got Marmello. So what are you saying, Gingus? You reckon Al Mandan's winning this one? Uh, whose horse is that? Hazard. Yeah. Al, Man- Al Mandan, 2016, Mum Cup winner. And what would Skinner be paying? Uh, who's he got? Johannes Vermeer. Johannes Vermeer. Oh, you're running yeah. up 2017, so you're going okay. Yeah, run up 2017. And Marmello, runner-up to Cross Counter 2018 or 2019. 2018, Cross Counter, because Van Declare won last year. 2018, Marmello, runner-up. 
Perfect. All right, right, mate. Well, we are going to let you go and we are going to play this game and find out uh, just who wins. Uh, And we appreciate your time. A great deal, mate. And we'll obviously have you back on probably in the next uh, six days. No, David Murray's. See you soon. See you, guys. All right. Well, nothing further, guys. We've heard it here first. The way the game works is that uh, we just roll to see who gets the highest roll and who goes first. Skinnel, roll it away. Can do it. Keep them on the table, preferably. That is a nine. Yeah, that's a nine. I'll take that. Yeah. Has the mind just moving me along? We'll try to keep the game going. Lethal catch. Nine is my roll. That is a four. Hopefully you're not a math teacher. That was a five. It's obviously just first past the line, and that nine is hold you in pretty good stead there, Skin. That's a stinker. That's seven. Oh, it's not a stinker. It's not a stinker. He's got you covered. He's got me covered. Skin, this could really win the game. He's got three paces to go. He needs... He's got a four. Get around me. He's just brought it home. It's unbelievable. Skin. Johannes Vermeer. Johannes Vermeer. Veneer blinds. Venetians. Cody loses yet again. Cody's had another He has backed the runner-up. Skin. You are into the winner's circle, I believe, in the We Got the Chocolates winner's circle over here. I'll just place you in that area. Um, and we might actually have to get you to do just a quick interview, I guess, uh, from the winner's circle. All right, can do. All right, Skins are just heading off to the winner's circle, so hopefully we'll catch him for a chat. I think we've got a couple of reporters down there that should be able to connect us with him. Hey, how are we going? Skin, uh, is, is that you? Yeah, yeah, this is mate, down in the winner's circle. Down in the winner's circle? What the, what the heck's wrong with your boys? Uh, I'm just, just trying to sit in. Everyone around here is bloody four foot nine and has rather high voices. I'm, I'm sort of standing out with my, my barrow tones, so I've just, just been breathing a bit of air in, that's all. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> Sounds like you've got a normal voice now. That <laughs> <laughs> regular voice, <laughs> the deepest voice of all time normally. Uh, is there anyone you'd like to thank, Skin, for that win there? Oh, yeah, you know, all the, all the fans that came out to support today. Uh, the trainer's been working hard. My, my, you know, my, my the wrist. I rolled the dice. They really, really supported. And I think I'll do. Okay, outstanding, mate. What's next for you? Obviously, nothing. Um, he's done. We've cut out. We've had some. <laughs> we've said cut out. Had some real issues there. How'd you go down? What? What a cut out there. What happened? Um, I think that would be. The we got the chocolates budget wouldn't pay for the premium version of the app, so we had fifty seconds to work with. <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story there, guys. My original idea for this segment, right, was that we would get helium balloons in here uh, and have us speaking, or mainly Mitch, make his voice higher by sucking in helium and doing it that way. You know the way we used to do it when we were like seven yeah. and eight years old. Yeah, we used to do it all the time. I went down to a party high shop today. Would not hide just to buy helium balloons. Yep. And I got in and was like, oh, yeah, I've just gone, got a celebration, need some helium balloons. She was like, oh, what colour? What, what's it for? What do you bombarded me with 50 <laughs> questions. And I was like, look, in all honesty, I don't actually need the balloons. I just want the helium to change our voices. And she was like, well, I wouldn't be doing that. I was like, what do you, what do you mean? This is the when I was a kid all the time. She's like, what's that? People have died from that. I was like, yeah, but I feel like you have to have a lot like, to die from it. She was like, no, sure. You can just suffocate without even knowing it. <laughs> what? Without even knowing it. And she started <laughs> pulling up like all these articles on Google that were probably written by witch doctors and stuff. I'm sure it's not okay. <laughs> like it's gas into your body, but I think you'd be stiff to pass away from it. But she was just pulling up all these Google <laughs> all these Google documents and going, no, 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 definitely. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to sell you some balloons, but I just don't think it's right. So Mor- she lost Morally, a, I don't think it's right. Lost a customer. Wouldn't take my business. So wow. instead we had okay. to resort to the Flamin app. Okay. Gave me 50 seconds. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> All right, Mitch, I believe that you had an interesting experience uh, at cricket on the weekend, and I don't mean getting no runs, because mm-hmm. that wouldn't be that interesting. Yeah, no, that happens often. Okay. <laughs> Also, also not losing miserably, but um, yeah, no, something, something slightly more unusual happened. We um, uh, finished the day. We, you know, we we lost. Actually, I think we ended up getting rained out or came off for lightning or something like that. And someone on the opposition team asked me for a signature. Who were you which, playing against? Uh, we're playing up the sunny coast against the sunny coast, obviously. Um, and sense. yeah, <laughs> I, I was slashed in for the week, so I'd done. Been, you know, I'd been scrolling through my cricket the the day before, trying to do my homework on on what was going on in the game, and recognised the the name as, as someone that we'd we'd mentioned on the podcast a little bit before and stuff. And then, but yeah, probably wasn't expecting to sign a signature still, and so I was a bit I was a bit rattled at the end of the day. But um, I mean, yeah. if, if I'm asking someone in like the Melbourne Renegades for a signature after the game, maybe that's slightly. You know, understandable, but in a second grade game in, in yeah. Queensland Premier Cricket, <laughs> it's yeah, I not. assume it's not for your cricketing ability that oh, you yeah, getting no. your signature. Yeah, you should no. probably clarify that. Yeah, anyone that had watched me bat would have been aware of that. Yeah. Okay. Well, now, Skin, I'm not sure if you're aware, but uh, we've actually got this particular gentleman that you're speaking about. He's on the phone now. Uh-huh. In fact, Kelvin, are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> there we go. Now, Kelvin, you've just got it. When Mitch came and told me this story about his uh, his weekend, and I actually had the photo sent to me by the second grade captain at Redlands Tigers, I genuinely thought that you were just taking the piss out of him completely. Is that the case? Uh, no, not really, to be honest. I am a proper nuff. Like, I'm a big fan of your, your boys' work. And, uh, yeah, when I found out that I was going to be playing up against Skinner, I was like, oh, yeah, I've definitely got to get a signature from this bloke. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's unbelievable that's outstanding now Skidden obviously would have been better if you'd scored some runs but yeah that would have been nice um, yeah. but I understand that you still got more runs than Kelvin uh, I think so Kelvin yeah. how do you go with the bat you looked solid there for a couple of balls in the morning uh, yeah 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 you, uh, you ruined my day that was actually my debut in uh, great cricket and uh, I did not get a run thanks to the screamer that you took to dismiss our skipper <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was pretty happy that you dropped a soda the over before though that was, uh, yeah, that was no. pretty interesting to see you sh- sell that one yeah, yeah I had a full on start to the morning I punched Wait, one so you'd punch one I punched one on the second ball of the day and then maybe on the I don't know, the 12th ball of the day, I took a screamer. So, okay. Yeah, it was weird. And Kelvin, um, I was just going to say, because where have you normally played your cricket? Uh, I played down at Gympie, like in the St. Coast Comp. So sort of the uh, feeder stuff to the St. Coast Scorchers, Scorchers where we got uh, first and second grade in Reggie Comp. Okay, yeah, right. Perfect. And if you don't mind me asking, mate, I know this could be dicey, but I sort of was checking out the score card when you got home, when Mitch, when you got home. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Kelvin, you haven't really done a huge amount in the day. Is that fair to say? Where, where does your skill set lay generally? Uh, yeah, I, I did discuss with the skipper after we came off. I do have to make a point there because uh, Skinner did say that he came off for lighting, didn't think he lost a game. You definitely lost a game, mate. You were 15 oh, yeah. minutes shy. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Sorry. You did lose. Yeah, yeah. We, we definitely lost before it was all over. I just mean we ended up getting, getting rained out or whatever it was. Lightning, I think it was. Oh, so yeah, you'd, lost yeah, by, yeah. you'd lost by that stage, yeah. And then yeah. you came off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Got yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I, um, well, we only spent 64 overs in the field, so obviously there wasn't an opportunity to, to throw the ball to a young fella. No. Uh, no. Not in that 64 overs. I did <laughs> have that discussion with the skipper as we were walking off. I'm like, uh, not sure if you're aware, but I actually do bowl the ball <laughs> at some point. <laughs> Okay, right. yeah, specialist number eleven. Uh, <laughs> eight balls in grade cricket have never been dismissed. Uh, did did take a catch off uh, Cameron French to see the back of him. So oh, yeah, there you go. Happy spoon that. Yeah, you were solid in the field. 
Oh, so he could oh, field. wrestled it to the ground. Oh, I was not rolled in the field, but no. I'll take it. <laughs> and you sent through the greatest one-liner. I said to the boys, I'm absolutely stealing it if you haven't got copyright on it. When you sent us a message that said um, that Mitch had taken a, <laughs> taken a catch that just left you agonisingly, what was it? It was like 40... 49 runs short of your first 50 or something. Uh, no, no, 50 runs short of my maiden half century. Yeah, that's right. 50 runs short of my maiden half century. I told the boys I'm stealing that and using it all the time. I'll always reference you though, Kelvin, if that's all right with you. Yeah, happy days. No, outstanding. Well, mate, um, given the fact that obviously we've established that it wasn't a piss state, you genuinely actually do like the podcast. Uh, I assume <laughs> that you would probably be aware of the fact that we uh, have a FOTS membership card um, sort of, well, it's meant to be an application process, but the man that signed your autograph mm-hmm. skin is still hasn't uploaded it to the website. Yep, sorry, mate. Correct. Uh, um, but, yeah. um, I'd have been all over that if it was uploaded. Yeah, well, <laughs> mate, luckily for you, you, you've gone one step further and asked for a signature, and therefore we thought that you're probably the greatest nominee for the FOTS membership card process. <laughs> uh, now, Haz is going to take you through that process and hope that you nail it. So you do have to answer a few questions. Uh, so hopefully you get them right. And the first one should be an easy one. And that is, what is Mitch's commonly used nickname? Skinnled. Yeah, correct. Perfect. Skin, skinnled. We're talking one, from one. one from one. Jeez, yeah. oh, where am I going on the buttons here? Frick me. I'm meant to be oh, pressing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> and all right, second question. Who is the original third host with Lee and Mitch? Baisley. That's actually the reason I started to listen to you, Blake. Yeah, well, I thought that might be the case. James Baisley. Sunny Coast Boy. Sunny Coast yeah, Boys. Yeah. Sorry for taking your spot then, mate. I apologise yeah, for that right. one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Big Penny was as <laughs> Final question. Which host is balding? Oh, lethal, but I'm back in Mitch to get in, get in line for that sort of time. Oh, oh, that's no. a double. That's a double, <laughs> double correct. Well, yeah, I can't confirm or deny Mitch's part in that, but definitely oh, Lee we'll... has the penalty spot. So, correct, three we'll from see. three. And I think that... No one told you that was going to be this way. Gets you the friend of the show oh, membership gets card. Friend of the show membership card. I've got Kelvin written on this one already, mate. Um, anyone know what number we're up to? No, maybe five, six, five or six. Okay. <laughs> well, we might establish that prior to filling uh, <laughs> it out, probably. But uh, we do know that he's been a member since 2020, so I'm happy to write that on. And as a place for your signature when it gets to you in the mail, Kelvin, which could be anywhere between the next two and ten weeks if Skin's in charge of it. <laughs> Uh, happy days thanks very much I'll go celebrate with an alchemy beverage I suppose oh what a man what a man he knows the sponsor as well we could have asked him that question he still would have been fine well done mate that's outstanding we appreciate you coming on so much and we appreciate your support mate cheers boys thanks so much oh skin what a heck of an experience for you yeah Outstanding, and what it, what what it did make me think is that I would just love to start a social movement. I know I'm a very powerful human, so yeah, uh, a, lot, a lot of pull in in the public. Uh, but what I would just love to start, guys, is just a movement where whenever you see skin out in public, just get him to sign something, whatever it is, whatever you've got handy. Any time that you happen to run into him, make sure that you ask him to sign something. Just badger him with it. We get a little hashtag, I reckon. Oh, um, that's so good. Skin sigs. <laughs> Probably not that. <laughs>
<laughs> and I don't mean nicotine. Anyway, uh, that is all we've got time for on episode 65, a packed episode. A couple of exciting things to come out of it. But we absolutely, as you can tell, guys, there's plenty of ways for you to get involved with the podcast. We love hearing from you. We love talking to you. So where can people get in contact with this, Mitch? Uh, mainly the website. We've got thechocolates.com.au. Jump on there. You can send us an email through the website or you can find all our socials on there. So Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, etc. Absolutely. Um, yeah, let us know if you're, if you're a lovely couple and you want to find out if you're perfect for each other or any of the other things that we've got for you. Mm, certainly. Uh, friend of the show application, that'll be up there. Estimated arrival date of... 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Now, what's your uh, method for getting us up the charts? You've usually got a theory. Oh, a five-star rating and a review on wherever you listen to your podcast would be great. It would be. That's exactly right. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. Always a pleasure being with you, and we will speak to you again this time next week. See you later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.